It's just the header's time. So, you know, welcome to another week of the show where we give you the crypto headlines. It's what we do. So that's jumping right into it. So let's get into the news. Jesse, could you tell the people what the show's about? All right. So this uh, podcast is about the crypto headlines. We bring you the best and the coolest news in the space from different sources and uh, D and I read off the news and give you a, our little gist of what we think, how it's how it's going to affect the future of the space and how it is affecting the future or how it's affecting the uh, current state of things. And uh, yeah, we, we throw in a little bit of extra drama or extra fun. And... We have fun with the news, man. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. So... I'll go first. So, this first article of the week brought to you by Adrian Smudzinski. 7,132 views, 194 shares. A lot of people liked wow. it. Canadian banks are wary of Quadriga CX assets origins, and they cite money laundering concerns. So, if you're not aware of what's going on with Quadriga CX, it is a Canadian exchange, and the owner died taking the private keys with him to the exchange, so millions of dollars are gone. It's a big deal. So, here's a quote. Uh, sorry, Elizabeth Pylon, or it could be Pion, a lawyer representing Ernst & Young, is quoted by CBC saying that she doesn't blame that the banks... For their hesitation, since there are allegedly money laundering issues, so I guess, wait, let me, I think I went too far in the article. Earlier this week, Quadriga CX has sent its remaining crypto assets from its hot wallets to Big Four auditing firm Ernst & Young. The court-appointed monitor, monitor overseeing the case was Ernst & Young. During Friday's court hearing, lawyers for the Bank of Montreal and the auditing firm reportedly said that the banks are uncomfortable managing the funds. <laughs> That's crazy that banks, known for their oops, I did it again level towards uh, money laundering, don't want to deal with this specific case of what could be money laundering. Interesting. So Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how... I don't know every, how banks yeah. are going to react. Do you think that every time a large bank is fined $290 billion for a, a, a very intricate money laundering scheme, they walk into the courtroom, they put on a DVD that is two hours repeated of Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It Again, and then they walk out of the room? Do I think that's what they do? I mean... They get slaps on the wrist all the time. So, I mean, like, at this point, they got to be like, oh, money laundering again? Oops, I did it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you going to... Yeah, they, they do that. Do you, you never sing the rest of the songs that I try to start? No, because I I, I don't listen to those songs. I was barely a toddler. When Britney Spears came out with that. Oh, wow. See, I was in middle school, so I was fully torqued for Britney Spears back then. So, yeah, she was a, she was a looker. So, not to say that she's not now, but she's not now. So, let's uh, move it along. Uh, it's called Juga CX. Bullshit's going on. That's how that article played out. Uh, this next article is got as written by our boy Adrian Smudzinski again. What the hell kind of name is Smudzinski, man? Where are you from? Derivatives giant Fidelity Investments receives passes on the lightning torch. Oh, oh, I want to 
do you want to hold the lightning torch, Jesse? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, why? Because that would mean I'd have to stake Bitcoin. Or Litecoin. I like where this conversation is going, so why don't you want to stake either one of those? Because oh, yeah, I like my assets to be liquid, and I don't want to go through the problem of opening and closing channels. Oh, you do, do you? <laughs> is your 401k liquid? I don't know. Answer the damn question. <laughs> Answer it. I, I, I can't disclose is that. Is your IRA liquid? I don't know. Is yours? <laughs> Answer the questions, Jesse. Or I'm deflecting. Your Honor. Your Honor. The witness refuses to answer the questions at hand. Objection leading. Answer the question, Jesse. Is your IRA liquid? As liquid as everybody else's IRA. You're not answering the objection. Look. (laughs) Objection. You can't. What are you doing with all that value in your IRA while it's just like sitting there? You're not doing anything with it. You might as well be. It's almost as if you're staking your dollars into something. You don't the chances that that something will grow. Okay. You see what I'm getting at? I see what you're trying to get at. You're not a soldier for different, the cause, huh? We have different strategies. No I'm kidding. I don't think what I'm saying is related even remotely. But what I'm saying is, if your Bitcoin's just going to be sitting there. Why the hell do you care if it's liquid? Oh, because you want to sell it. You want to sell it to to cash, to, to dollars. Hey, you know what's a good question? What's up? Can you collect forks if if Bitcoin is in like a lightning channel? Uh, maybe? I don't know. Ooh, that's a good question, actually. I see what you mean. So if your Bitcoin is... Uh, yes. The answer would be yes, but not a lot, right? Because your first transaction is a Bitcoin transaction, right? So that would be on the blockchain. But that second transaction never comes through in the open channel. So really, that first transaction is just a split of however much Bitcoin that you staked, right? I feel like I'm thinking about this, right? You're the one who's uh, used the Lightning Network. I haven't. So that first bit of Bitcoin. Ooh, this is a good question. This is like a mental puzzle. The first Bitcoin that you stake is just an just a transaction that closed, but really it's open channel. So if that channel closes and there's no second transaction. Sorry, if the if it forks and there's two instances of that open channel that exists no i don't think you just double your money because i know when um you know when bitcoin forked everybody stole their bitcoin cash or some people did some people didn't i think and then when bitcoin cash forked and then bitcoin forked again and now there's like out of bitcoin you have like i don't know maybe like 10 forks now so yeah stupid amount what would have happened if you had thrown that Bitcoin into a lightning channel, I wonder. Dude, I don't know, but this other orange is fucking delicious. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe we can ask Corey. Maybe he knows. Corey's on vacation. He's in Brazil. Oh, that's right. Excuse me. Who just was like, hey guys, I'm going to Carnival. I'll see you later. It's like, damn, what kind of scientist are you? What the fuck? The one that has fun, man. Yeah. I guess so. See, in my world, scientists don't have fun. They sit in the lab and they science shit up all damn day for the betterment of humanity. And that's how I do. I walk into the lab and I say, hey, scientists, are you sciencing some shit? You're not? You're fired. We need scientists. (laughs) We need scientists that science. Okay. So, next article. Adrian Smudzit. Dude, are you doing this on purpose? 
Mm, I'm doing what on purpose. <laughs> Why do you keep picking Adrian Smudzinski articles? I, I don't. I'm not intending to do that. Ethereum's Constantinople St. Petersburg upgrade set to occur this week. Ethereum's next two network upgrades referred to as Constantinople and St. Petersburg are scheduled to take place this week according to an official Ethereum blog post on February 22nd, baby. They need to throw everyone for a loop and call one of these forks, not, yeah, one of these scheduled upgrades, the Mike Tyson upgrade. Just throw everyone for a loop. More precisely, the updates are scheduled to happen at Ethereum's block 7,280,000, which is expected to be mined on February 28th. Still, given the unpredictable nature of mining, the implementation the implementation could happen one or two days before at the scheduled date, according to the announcement. The post explains that the upgrade has two names to represent two originally separate upgrades that have now been combined into one event. The implementation of the Constantinople upgrade was previously delayed in January over a newly discovered security vulnerability. Yeah, so here's the thing. Um, it's crazy. They're trying to do a buy one, get one free deal now with the theory. <laughs> Like, we know you wanted Constantinople, but it didn't happen in time. Just so happens we got St. Petersburg coming around the bend. It's a BOGO deal, baby. You get two for the price of one. I don't know. What are you typing over there? Oh, Crypto Bully was also interested in the answer to that question. What question? On what happens when you... um. When Bitcoin is in a lightning channel and uh, it forks or right. any any coin. Let's see if we can think this through. Well, I just Watch want to it. know for sure. It's going. For that sure. transaction that opens up a channel, that's a transaction on the main chain. The main chain splits. There's now two of those transactions. Mm -hmm. If both of those chains keep going, the bottom chains keep going. Then, but lightning uh, lightning wasn't on Bitcoin Cash. If yeah, then there's Segwit wasn't on Bitcoin Cash. There's no open channel, but if the new Bitcoin, if the current BTC forks, it is Segwit and it does have Lightning on top of it, then there would be two Segwit and Lightning chains, and there would just be open channels, and that's that. There would be two open channels, and if that other chain had a mining community to keep it going like the bitcoin cash somehow mysteriously does yeah then um there'd just be two open channels there'd be one btc open channel and there one be there'd be one btc i don't know we'll call it btc1 how do you close the how do you close the the channel say like you want to close it on the on the forked you hit, close, you hit the close channel button. And then does that mean you're going to get that fork second... equivalent of the Bitcoin that you staked? No. A percentage of the fees will go to the channel opener, the channel, the person who had the channel open. So say you open a channel. So yep. you, you so BTC with Segwit, you open a, a, a Lightning Network channel, you stake one Bitcoin, it forks, there is now Bitcoin too. Bitcoin 2, um, you close the channel in that. Do you get your one BTC2 back post-split? It all depends on if that chain is being mined or not. You get your one BTC2 back. Um, yeah, you get your one BTC2. You wouldn't get your one BTC2 back if anything happened in your channels, right? If the people that you open the channel with, if stuff exchanged hands, a new balance, like a new update of the new Bitcoin uh, state goes to the goes to the main chain. So I guess I don't understand how the, how the lightning uh, channel works. So if I open it between, do I have to open it between me and somebody else? Not necessarily. It had to be between you and somebody else, but you and another node, yeah. Can okay, so between it has to be between me and another node. Yes. Okay, so that other node is a is another person, or am I wrong to th to think or say that? Doesn't have to be, but you're not wrong. 
Okay. So you're saying that I can't close my lightning channel on BTC2 if somebody's using my lightning channel? No, you can. So what is can you can you clearly describe the scenario where I don't get my 1 BTC2 back? You you wouldn't get it back if all the BTC in that channel that you opened it with went to the other party, went to the other node. And then when it closes, it now sends the new balance, right? The new balance to the mm-hmm. main chain. Where that person has it and you don't. Uh... Alright, so this is how it happens. Hold up. Let me so... get the last wedge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for orange. it. You're free to talk about whatever you'd like, Jesse. Don't bore the people. I should like I'm trying to Google this while we talk so I can educate myself a little bit. Let me break it down for you. I'm D and you're J. We come together and we say, Hey, I say, Hey, J. I do a lot of business with you, J man. Let's say I do about I don't know. I'm in all the time. I'm in here. You're the convenience store. Mm-hmm. And I'm the person. And there's some flaming Hot Cheetos that I buy. I buy I buy a bag of flaming Hot Cheetos and I get a coffee every morning. Breakfast of champions. Right? I don't want to use the main chain because there could be some fee shit going on there. Mm-hmm. How about you and I make a channel and I can always exchange to you a price no greater than the cost of one bag of flaming hot Cheetos and one coffee, back and forth, right? We're just going well. The, there is no there is no fourth. It's just one way because you, as the consumer, are purchasing the coffee in the in the bag of flaming hot Cheetos, right? Yeah, but since we're using lightning, I'm just keep giving you the lightning, giving you the juice. Open so how would, how would that go back and forth, though? It would only go towards the merchant, not the consumer, right? So, like, if I wanted to open a channel between me and the convenience store that I pick up that breakfast at, mm-hmm. and I stake $100 worth of Bitcoin, and that breakfast costs, like, $2, every time I, I pick up those items, right, I could afford it 50 times, right? You've just confused me now. Why? In what part? Because it's one the one way part. Well, because how, why would why would the merchant give me back the Bitcoin? The two dollars worth of Bitcoin that the coffee and the flaming hot Cheetos cost. It's a one way. It's a one way transaction. So like at, at the end of you stumped me. At the end of at the like end I of the answer this like two months ago. At the end of the hundred dollars that I, I staked for fifty times of paying two dollars for fifty, you know, breakfasts from this convenience store, all the hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin that I've staked will end up in the hands of merchant. The convenience yes. store. Oh god, I'm an idiot. So yes. so there's no one it is one way right now. So I say, hey, here's a month's worth of me using Flamin' Hot Cheetos and coffee. And every okay. time I come in here, I'm going to give you some. Right. I'm going to chip away one combo of Flamin' Hot Cheetos and coffee at the sa- at, at a time. So the Lightning Network is one way right now. It's not two way. Now, if the convenience store needed to give me a refund or something, then they'd open the channel back with me. And that's how that goes. That has to be a separate channel. It has to be a separate channel, and that's what okay. So perfect. So so let's say let's go back to the the original example that we we're trying to use the BTC two fork to figure out how much BTC two I would get post BTC fork. Maybe so. I if I no no, it's like if I open a channel, if I stake a hundred dollars on BTC, and we were using.
So the four capitals. So we got $100 in BTC, open a Lightning Network channel, it forks, there's now BTC2. Technically, I have $200 worth of whatever Bitcoin is and $200 worth of whatever this bit Bitcoin 2 is. Yes, these are in facts. channels. Yes. So, so so there should be no problem in me if I don't if I don't order anything and the that amount of money is just staked between it, uh, between those two merchants in both blockchains, there should be no problem with me closing both channels, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, and getting, that, like, and getting the full amount of BTC two that I had originally staked in BTC one. We spent a long time on this. We're probably gonna skip a couple days this week. Sorry, guys. But the <laughs> thing, the thing that I think is that's not compatible is does the Lightning Networks fork two? Does the Lightning Network fork with the Bitcoin fork? And I feel like someone's come on our show and answered this question for us. And I just can't remember at the moment. So, okay. I guess, listeners, that is the question of the hour. You know what? Maybe we could just Google it. Does the Lightning Network fork when Bitcoin forks? I tried. Oh, you already Googled that? Yeah, but I didn't spend enough time, so maybe if I put more time into it, I can figure it out. But we could just move on. And then just... There's, uh, there's nothing on the first page of Google, and that's about as far as I look, because I'm a regular person. So <laughs> let's, let's, let's move to Tuesday. No Monday's news for you guys. Your turn, Jesse. All right. So Tuesday's news. NASDAQ begins listing brave new coins, uh, Bitcoin, and Ethereum price indices. This is not news. This is something we've known for a long time. Did you? Yeah, but it, it got posted on the 26th. Jeez, man. Are we just recycling news in crypto now? Is there no news? No, they, they gave us a, a week's a week's uh, heads up that it was going to happen, and they're just confirming that it did happen on Tuesday. Hey, that would to be. Okay, go on. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's that article. Next article is about Swiss banking giant Julius Baer to offer Wait, its you clients. Wanna, you want to talk about that? Or? Well, I mean, that was it. It's the... I mean... How do you feel about that, Jesse? How do I feel about that? I think yeah, it's good. Well, all right. I mean, what do you think about it? I mean, shoot. NASDAQ, baby. <laughs> Where's my Lambo? Shit. That's what I'm talking about. Shit. <laughs> what color is your Lambo gonna be? You know what I'm saying? Plastic. Shit. <laughs> Shit. It's gonna be like one of those little uh, Hot Wheels cars. I'm gonna have a purple Lamborghini. Ugh. All right. You go ahead. Your turn. Jesus. I'm sorry. All right. No, you're fine. <laughs> Swiss Bank Julius Baer plans to provide its client access to digital asset services following a partnership with crypto bank startup Siba, Siba Crypto. Um, Jeez. The partnership will come into effect when Siba is granted a securities dealer and banking license by the Swiss Financial Market Supervisory Authority. The press release notes the Swiss bank will then begin offering digital asset storage, transaction, and investment solutions in partnership with the crypto startup. So, here you go. Okay. Hold up. I want to read this quote, but in like a banker's accent. Are you ready for this? Go for it. At Julius Bar, we are convinced that digital assets will become a legitimate sustainable asset class of an investor's portfolio. How's that? That was pretty good. I like we... that. You've got to go way up with We at Julius Bar. Give it a shot. No, I'll let you. <laughs> I'll let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tweed your mustache too. At Julius Bar. All right, your turn. 
keep, 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 keep going. Right. I'm sorry. I keep distracting. Report. Report. <laughs> I mean, Report the news, Jesse. Stay on task. I'm sorry. All right. Cointelegraph, Anna Alexander. 18,330 total views on this one. Report. Ripple violates Coinbase's listing rules. Yeah, everybody knows this. We've known this for a very long time. Listen, man, I can't help that you guys are ahead of the news. And by you guys, I just mean you who are in the Slack that see the news when it pops up. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, not not just that. In the Slack, like two months ago, we were like, hey, Coinbase has changed their rules three times now. They've, they've already set a precedent. Just wait long enough until nobody's caring and they're going to list Ripple. Boom. They listed Ripple. Like once when big companies they make chess moves, baby. They've been wanting to do this for like six months, but they were like, you know what? We gotta wait till these goons stop caring so much. Mm-hmm. When the bear market has really sunk in, and then when no one's paying attention, boom, we're gonna list Ripple. Why? Okay, look at Monday's news, which you just said doesn't make sense because on Monday there's a survey, half of. Yeah. Half of alternative investors think crypto is in a bubble. Still? Still. So, I don't know. People are thinking bear market, but I think the people that are thinking bear market are still in the minority. Or at least they're in the minority of people who actually own money in the space and cash. The only question I'm asking is, where's my minority report? Warren Buffett also made a comment on Bitcoin, calling it a delusion, but an ingenious one. Uh, Warren Buffett, you can lick my nuts. <laughs> That's what, sorry. That was so abrupt. I'm so sorry. Warren Buffett, you're a legend. That was disrespect. That was disrespectful. Uh, I apologize to my mother for that language. Uh, but Warren Buffett, you don't always know what you're talking about when it comes to technology. So that's something I'm just going to throw out there. If I met you in real life, of course, I'm not going to ask you to, um, you know, anything that heinous. That's pretty rough. Um, you know, Jesse, how dare you egg me on outside of this chat to say that? Huh? What? The only thing I egged you on is about eating the entire orange, which you did not do. Oh, oh, really? You gonna throw that? I'm gonna throw that egg in my face. Huh? Throw that egg in my throw face. That, no, I'm gonna throw that orange pill at your face. The one you spit out. I didn't spit out all of it. You want to see yeah. the evidence? Objection! Objection, Your Honor. Badgering. <laughs> Badgering. Have you been um, watching like suits lately or something like that? Huh? Have you been watching like? A, like lawyer based reality shows. <laughs> Sometimes I watch too much Law and Order SBU. Oh my God. That's nobody's fault but mine. If I start singing that song, will you sing it with me? No, I will not. Do, I'm glad you do, asked. Do, do. Everybody oh. knows that song, Jesse. Why don't you? I bet in elementary school. When it was yeah. everybody's turn to sing along, you were the one kid that wasn't, and everybody thought that you <laughs> were strange. Right. Oh, okay. Like, every Thank kid you. in the room is going hard in the paint on the wheels yeah. on the bus go round and round, which you probably didn't sing as a kid. You probably had your own version, your own Filipino version of the wheels on yeah. the bus. Uh-huh. And everybody looks at you, and they're like, why is this kid not singing? What the hell? And you're like, my name's Jesse, and I don't sing. So, <laughs> all right. That's exactly what happened. Speaking of non-singing motherfuckers, Mary Hula confirmed that Sony and Fujitsu are to trial blockchain for educational record integrity. So... Yeah, what does that even mean? The education units of Japanese multinational conglomerate. That is a mouthful. The education units of Japanese multinational conglomerate Sony and IT equipment services firm Fujitsu are to... That is so much to say. Are to trial blockchain technologies... Just just read the quote. Just read the quote. Straight to the quote. The course... I can't do that. 
For the for this joint initiative, Fujitsu will provide its prop, proprietary digital learning platform dubbed FISDOM for per, participating students. The IT giant will also provide Sony Global Education with blockchain cloud services, which will be used to certify and manage course records and data pertaining to the student's performance. And Sony, the IT giant, will also be giving everybody PlayStations. The press release outlines that Nihongo Dojo course will be taken via the FISDOM online platform ahead of students' acceptance to their study abroad program. And here's a quote. The PlayStation 4 is clearly the superior system. We hope to keep leveraging this superiority to build the course platform FISDOM. It will collect data including test scores, Japanese controversial (laughs) conversational ability, and study time, and them on a blockchain as a certificate. That's right, your certificate goes on the blockchain. What does that mean to you? PlayStations. Human Academy will be able to accurately grasp the language ability of individual students based on this highly reliable data by comparing the certificate data on the blockchain with the educational certificate submitted by the prospective students. This is not sponsored material, by the way, everyone. You're listening to actual news. By allowing for verification of the accuracy of students' claim language proficiency, the blockchain solution will allow Human Academy to support them with the appropriate education suited to their individual skill levels after coming to Japan. Fujitsu Research Institute will contribute to the trial by evaluating the needs of educational institutions and proposing business models for implementation in future. Fujitsu further says that it will, and here's a quote, Promote the utilization of blockchain throughout the educational field and aims for a future society in which PlayStations uh, are associated with the individual's learning and can be utilized safely and securely beyond the framework of companies and educational institutions. Beautiful. This has been a great art. Jesse, this is a fucking beautiful article. You're welcome. I didn't even say thank you. Jeez. You didn't even have to. Jeez Louise. Apple co-founder... This guy's in the news again? Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak. Good old Woz. You know. This guy should open a burger shop. And call him Woz Burgers. Do you think... Hey. (laughs) Yes. You ready for this? Go for it. Do you think that his gamer tag is Wizard of Woz? Oh my god. <laughs> you, you know that it is. You know that it is. <sighs> okay, I'm sorry. Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak declared that he thinks we've seen massive value creation when asked about Bitcoin's potential in an interview with Bloomberg published on February 26. Okay. When Bloomberg asked Wozniak if he still accepts Bitcoin to become the world's currency in the future, an idea he expressed in June last year. Uh, after we've seen massive value destruction in Bitcoin, the entrepreneur contoured. Here we go. The Wizard of Woz says, I'm not sure I can buy that we've seen massive value destruction. I think we've seen massive value creation. Yeah, that, that's that's coming from Mr. Woz himself, who kind of looks like uh, he kind of looks like the Yeti from the reindeer story. From Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in a Christmas, the Christmas movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. No, you don't. I don't want to be one of those people watching the price of Bitcoin, so I sold out. <laughs> Rookie moves, Wozniak. Rookie moves. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Good on him. I guess that's how rich people are rich. Well, rich people in dollars, that is. I'm rich in Bitcoin. Uh, Helen Parts, Russian President Putin orders government to adopt crypto regulation by July 2019. What? Wait a second. Excuse me? Let me read that again. Russian President Putin orders the government to adopt crypto regulation by July 2019. That's soon. Russian President Vladimir Putin has issued another deadline for the government to adopt regulations for the 
digital asset industry. <laughs> Sorry, it's a bad one. According to instructions for the Federal Assembly, the document was published on the official website of President Russia Kremlin.ru on February 27th. According to the document, President Putin has ordered the government to enforce crypto-related regulation by July 1st, 2019. The president has acquired the Council of the Federation of Russia and the lower house of the Federal Assembly of Russia to adopt the regulation. So, this is very interesting, right? How does this one make you feel, Jesse? It makes me feel good. Sometimes I feel like... You're just telling me what I want to hear. All right, go on. Your turn. All right. Last day of the week, Thursday. We got three headlines. Big Four Auditor, PWC, publishes Crypto Insolvency Guide, Cautions Directors. Mary Coulette, Cointelegraph, 3919 total views, 125 total shares. Big Four audited consultancy firm PricewaterCooper Hong Kong has published guidance for financially distressed or insolvent businesses in the crypto sector. The document released February 2019 tackles the complexity specific to the nascent industry, in particular in regard to asset evaluation and multi-jurisdictional op- operations. There's a quote down here in the article, further, the lack of clarity on the accounting treatment of crypto assets and as of yet, no broad consensus on taxonomy in the crypto world or how to accurately value crypto assets means that ambiguity may arise when evaluating the solvency status of your crypto firm. So are they going to try and help these people or wonder what, I wonder what they're going to try and do. Oh, okay. Um, for insolvency cases of like exchanges, they're talking about like they bring up Quadriga CX here as well. It's just uh, for I guess a lot of a lot of the companies that are in the space that are becoming insolvent, it helps them maybe or gives them a way out. They're trying to wash them out, baby. Wash the weak hands out. If they can't hold on, they can't hold on. Yeah, no, they, they're not really helping them. Yeah, they're pushing them out. That's right. Cool. Ain't, no, nobody, ain't nobody got time for that. Is that still a thing that people say? I don't know, man. I think we'll just, like, agree that in different eras, in different generations, we have different colloquialisms. And you have yours, and I have mine. And younger than me, they have theirs. And that's how the world works. Yeah, man. We can't. We can't always stay here forever, D. You're you're wise beyond your years, my man. You know what I, like I say? I say you should start playing your cards right now for the Lord of the Rings remake, and you could change the game and be an Asian Gandalf. Ah, oh, damn. Wait, you know that uh, in Star Wars, Han Solo, the Solo one? Yeah. That dude was Mexican. Who was? The... Han Solo was Mexican? Han Solo, um, is it Star Wars? Han Solo was Mexico. Hold on, hold on. Give me a second. What's his name? It, it wasn't. It wasn't Han Solo that was Mexican. It was the. I'm looking at IMDb. Give me a second here. You're running out of time. I'm trying to help people find who they want to find. I kind of like that movie. I I thought it was entertaining was not they just don't know what star wars is about and it's about cool ass lightsaber fights that's why people watch that shit and i feel like they're taking that out of star wars it's like why bruh lightsabers fighting jumping jedi shit i don't care about anything else wait solo wasn't the one that had the guy in it solo's definitely not mexican man that was a that is a member of the caucus what was the movie Okay, what are the recent movies that they came out with, Star Wars? Oh, you're talking about Rogue Squadron or whatever. Yeah, that's the one. What is it called? Rogue, Rogue One or Rogue One? Yeah, Rogue know. One. Is yeah, that it... guy was super Mexican. I know who you're talking about. He was the... The guy the... from Narcos. Yeah, the lead character. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing is, though, Mexicans are astronauts, too. So we definitely have... There will definitely be Mexicans in Star Wars. 
I wonder what he was. Was he wasn't a Jedi? He was just like a a pilot, right? Uh, he was like an assassin guy. Oh, he was. Man, yeah. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where everybody died? You no, know, maybe a lot of people died. So one, sorry. One... Spoiler alert! <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's keep it moving. All right, second to last article. Anna Alexander coined Telegraph Ethereum's Constantinople Saint Petersburg upgrades have been activated. Forty-five eleven total views, one hundred seventy-two total shares. Constantinople and Saint Petersburg network upgrades for the world's second largest cryptocurrency, Ethereum's, occurred February twenty-eighth today, according to EthStats.net. Specifically, the updates went live on the main network at block 7,280,000 in accordance with the previously released schedule. Although the upgrade has two names of two originally separated updates, they have subsequently been combined into UNO. Constantinople is set to bring multiple efficiency improvements to the platform, including cheaper transaction fees for some operations on the Ethereum network. As previously reported, the Constantinople hard fork was delayed in January due to a newly discovered vulnerability. The St. Petersburg upgrade is meant to delete a previous update, Ethereum Improvement Proposal 1283, from Ethereum's test network, since that EIP has been identified to have security vulnerabilities. So there you go. Mm. That's what happened. And our last article of the week, Helen Parts, China's 10th Crypto Rankings. EOS still in first. Tron joins and beats Ethereum to second. Cointelegraph, 7,710 total views, 168 total shares. China's state-backed tech workgroup has released its 10th crypto rankings report, placing Bitcoin in 13th place, while EOS keeps its top spot. Keeps its top spot. The monthly report was released by China's Center for Information and Industry Development on February 26, operating under China's Ministry of Innovation Technology. CCID first launched its monthly uh, crypto ratings report in May 2018 and awarded major what? altcoin Ethereum top-rated crypto position out of the original 28 coins. China sucks. I mean, sorry, that was a bit of a blanket statement. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. That was so, what I meant to say was this. <laughs> how how does that work? That why are they rating its basic tech higher than Ethereum? Exactly. What? How are they coming up with this garbage? Who in China owns giant piles of EOS? Reveal is, yourself. This doesn't make any sense. EOS is garbage. EOS is hot doo doo. EOS. Have you ever looked in the bottom of every dumpster ever and seen that brown mystery juice? Do you know Do you know what ontology is? Uh, ontology. Yeah, or GX chain. I know what ontopology is. <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking about shit. Oh my god. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know some of these projects. Ontology. Oh shit, that's an actual no. token. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know what ontology is. Apparently, it was in third place or fourth place. Yeah. And then GX Chain is in fourth place. Nulls is in seventh place. No one knows who these are. They're pink sheets and they're garbage. I don't know how else to explain it. I try to stay away from that aspect of crypto, the pink sheety aspect of it. What is those? This is their list: Neo, Steam, Lisk, Nulls, GX Chain, Ontology. What is this? Is that the last article? That is the last article. Yeah, I'm glad because the news was crappy this week. There was no, (laughs) there was no juice in the news. Lots of orange juice before the news, though. You know what I'm saying? Yep. No actual juice. Ah, boy. Well, another week done. Another week of the headlines for you guys. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the shenanigans at the top. I just gave myself a hardcore reminder that I need to be making a conscious effort 
to go out and find exotic fruit to try because I don't ever want to bite an orange again. That was disgusting. Oh, you should do a kiwi and eat the kiwi with a skin on. You know what? You should do something, Jesse. <laughs> you should sing or something. You should, I don't know. You should do something, okay? How about you lick 30,000 stamps and we see what that looks like on, on the stream. Yeah. Huh? I'll do it. I'll do it. You provide the stamps. <laughs> yeah, right. Look, how about you uh, Yeah. eat a two-day-old Cinnabon? That sounds delicious. No, nah, you can't microwave it. <laughs> it's gotta be is it, stale. Is it, like, is it like out or is it like in the fridge? Is you, it being refrigerated? It's out on the counter. Oh taking no! In I, I don't know about that. I don't you know. Need about a two-day-old Cinnabon, right? And mm-hmm. before you do that, you crunch it up like a crouton. And you put it on a salad, and I want to watch you eat a salad with Cinnabon croutons. Cinnatons is what we'll call them. I like the idea, but the ease of access is uh, it's too high. What do you mean? It needs you to be like an orange with the skin on. You just go get a Cinnabon and then you set it out. It has to be it has to be easy to do. What's not easy about setting a Cinnabon on the counter and letting let's, it stay? Let's just do all eat a fruit with a skin on like you did. Pineapple. Oh, dude, that's rough. Ah, <laughs> yes. I don't so, think that's possible. Well, we're gonna find out. And if anything, uh, you know, just like just like Crypto Bully said, you know, it's not gonna feel good on the way out. But you, sir, uh-huh. if you fail to accept the challenge of Wow, is that how it's gonna go? You get to eat an orange peel and spit it out, and I have to eat a pineapple. I didn't spit all of it out. I spit just a little bit of it out. Listen, listen. I saw all of it pretty much in your mouth and you spit it out. That's what he said. That's exactly what he said. It was like a that's what she said joke, but I switched yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I saw what you did there. Would be... Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is kind of rough. What if it was like a you had to eat a grape and the vine? Ooh. I could do that. That'd be tough. I mean, I could do that. That's oh. that's more doable than a pineapple. What if you just had to take a bite of a jalapeno? I could do that too. Okay, that's the challenge. If Jesse fails to find an exotic fruit to explore. No, no, I'm just going to eat a grape, right? No, you're going to eat a jalapeno. Okay, you want me to eat a jalapeno? Yeah, take a bite out of one. And that's rolling the dice because it could be really spicy or it could be not that spicy at all. All right. I'm going to lawyer this. You're going to what? I'm going to lawyer the bite that I take. Um, What if it's a habanero instead? Doesn't matter. As long as I don't bite the seeds, I'm fine. You're biting the whole thing to the stem. <laughs> You're biting it to the stem. I want to say no, no, that's, stem. That's, that's not fair. You what took you a bite of orange. Fair. Listen, listen. If you ate the orange whole... We could we could negotiate on those terms of me eating the pepper to the stem, but because you took a bite and didn't even finish it, you spit it out. The equivalent of that is eating a fraction of a pepper and spitting the pepper out. I just thought of a genius idea. Okay, what is your idea? We're both gonna find exotic fruits and veggies to to eat. Or we could both eat a pepper, and I'll eat a hotter pepper. No, no, no. You're gonna like this is better. Okay. And if we don't, the first person to break the streak on getting finding an exotic fruit to eat and then tell about the experience on the show has to make a jalapeno meringue pie and eat that on the show. Nobody's gonna do that. You're um, not gonna do that. You're not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. What why? What what constitutes an exotic fruit anyway? Uh, something that Americans don't eat. Americans eat a lot of fruit now, don't they? Um, 
I don't know. I'd be hard pressed to find anything truly exotic. Okay, that's a good question. Let's define exotic. Dragon fruit's exotic. That is exotic, but you've already eaten that. Pomegranate is exotic. Yeah, but you're going to run out of fruit. This is terrible. That's what I'm saying. This is terrible. I feel like just coming up with like a with a food combination. Okay, how about this? What if it's just exotic food? Like parsnips. Who eats those? I don't eat those. Yeah, there's one. What about uh, blue potatoes? You ever eaten those? A blue potato? Yeah. You mean a sweet potato? No, I mean a blue potato. Why? I've never heard of a blue potato. Google that shit. Blue potato. What if we left it up to the people in the Slack to tell us what we have to go out and find? I'm I'm okay with that actually. That sounds. Look at the blue potato. You see the blue potato? Yeah, it looks like a sweet potato. Wow, that is an expensive potato. Yeah, it's very expensive. It's very tasty too. So. All right. Um, sorry guys. Yeah, it's a lot. It's been a lot of your time, but you know, I mean, sometimes you just gotta hang out. Join the Slack, thebitcoinpodcast.com. Press the Slack button. Click the links. Do the things. If you can't click the links and do the things, then you're probably a child, right? And you can't read, so you shouldn't be in the Slack. Okay. So, uh, what what uh, what else? What else, Jesse? You want to plug anything? Nope, I got nothing. That's not true. Twitch.tv slash the Mexican Filipino. That's a stream page. Why do they call you the Mexican Filipino? Because I'm Mexican and Filipino. That's right. Who gave you that nickname? I did. Oh. I thought you said, <laughs> Bar- thought you said it was Barack Obama. Didn't you say you met him? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how, how could I forget? Dude, you gotta start... Such a memorable experience when I met the president. <laughs> and he was like, yo... It's the Mexican Filipino. How's it going? No I'm kidding. That's not how it went down. Um anyways guys, thanks for listening to this week's head- headlines. Um we didn't give that many to you because we got terribly distracted with the whole what happens to my open channel, the 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 first layer of Bitcoin splits thing. It'd be interesting if someone had a solution. Uh I couldn't think one through while we were recording. So now you know this shit's extra live. We're just up here improv and ain't that right, Jesse? That's right. And then what happened? No, I'm kidding. It's an improv <laughs> trick. Improv trick, you say, like, and then what? And, you, you, and like, then the outro started playing. Yeah, yeah. Play. Play the outro. had a very interesting narrative not narrative sometimes i like that word sometimes i don't but we've had a very interesting 
let's call it a continuous dialogue, should we say, Jesse? Oh, Jesse, say what up. Yo, what's up, everybody? Uh, if you guys don't know Jesse, the man broke. Uh, you need to get to learn him because he's the world's most interesting man. No, that's so, D. He's about uh, to do something really interesting. That's absolutely <laughs> right. So, the continuous dialogue that we've had going is my exploration of the fruit food group, and it's gone well, haven't you? Haven't you said so, Jesse? Yourself. <laughs> I think everybody likes you talking about fruit, so yeah. Yeah, it's just strange. I mean, but I really enjoy a nice fruit. It's tasty. It's like nature's candy. You can slice it in different ways, get creative. I think I'm just getting old. But my punishment for not finding a fruit that's very exotic after being presented many options throughout the week via our Slack is that I have to eat an entire orange. <laughs> With without any regard for the slices at all. That's right. I won't be taking this wedge by wedge, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna eat this entire orange at once. The juice should explode. I might feel terrible, but I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna eat this orange. Right? Ah, wait. I am gonna eat this orange. Right. I hope you can, audience, I hope you can see how big I hope you can Can they see that? Is the lighting good, Jesse? It's, it's uh yeah. So Looks for those of good. you For those of you that don't that can't see that, I'm sorry, but you're 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 not gonna be able to witness greatness. So Jesse, tell me about your week as I peel this orange. So my week started with some studying, yeah, and uh, ended in some more studying. Um, what I did last is uh, I actually toasted some almonds in a little uh, toaster oven and uh, put them in a pan with some butter and some sugar and caramelized them and then cooled them down in the freezer. Nice. So you yeah. you, you went back your to own. No, you made your own candied almonds. That's right. Okay. So, let me take that last little bit of skin off. Jesse, are you ready? <laughs> we should do the deuce before you <laughs> do that. Are you sure? Just in case it inhibits the actual news. <laughs> Like now, man, we start with fruit. We're gonna keep starting with fruit. That's how we okay. do this now. This is okay. just the headers. Or sorry, okay. this is a show about fruit with some crypto headlines. That's how we're doing it now. Oh, shout out to, I think it was Daniel who posted that picture of a dragon fruit. Oh my god, that looks so good. Okay, here it is, audience. One whole orange. You saw the orange. It's happening all at once. You might watching this shit. <laughs> Seven people watching. Are you serious? <laughs> Why are you guys watching this? Go. Hold on. Fuller House is on Netflix, and you're watching me eat orange. What's wrong with you? Wait, I thought I thought you weren't gonna peel it. Oh my oh. god! What a bunch of clickbait! I thought you were gonna eat the skin along with the orange. You thought that was the plan? I thought that was the entire thing, dude. That I feel, was not I feel the ripped. plan. That was never the plan. Is that why you're so excited about this? Yo, yo, look at Classy. Classy's asking in chat, wait, where's the peel? <laughs> well, the peel's over here. Yeah, everyone's expecting you to eat it whole. Oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't know that. Was like, <laughs> no wonder. I was like, I so readily accepted this challenge because I was like, yeah, dude, oranges are delicious. I'll just eat a whole fucking orange. I don't understand what the... <laughs> Flom says it's ruined. Classy Cat says we demand peels. Crypto Bully says, LMAO, what up, y'all? Shit. I didn't know that I had to eat the outside, too. So this is what I'll do to give you guys some justice. I actually use orange zest in a lot of my recipes. <laughs> so I will take this little bit of peel and eat it for you weird motherfuckers out there. But I thought I was supposed to be eating just the <laughs> orange. So here we go. 
you could you could rectify the situation by by eating the whole larger orange. <laughs> oh, eat this? Just take a bite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, right. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's terrible. Wait, do I mukbang? What's up with people that like mukbang? Why would you want to hear me chew? Oh, wait, that's ASMR, right? Yeah, it's ASMR. I, I yeah. mean, mukbangs have that, too. I think they... Now I'm ASMRing all up in your ear. That's me eating an orange. And that's also me eating other things. Okay. Here we go, here we go. Whole orange. Are there seeds in that? We're going to find out. Oh, man. I don't think seeds are digestible. Seeds are pure fiber. You're absolutely right. Okay. That was a very anticlimactic challenge, Jesse. Because <laughs> you were supposed to eat it with the whole peel on. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just to do you guys justice, as punishment for not finding an exotic fruit, I will take a bite of this. However, oh my God. Jesse didn't get the memo that we're supposed to be in a suit and tie. I'm gonna go grab a towel. I'll be right back. Right back on the right back. And I'm gonna make sure this orange doesn't spill on myself. But I will oh, take a funny. bite of this orange. I'm a 33 year old man, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you guys to know that. Oh, my God. All right, Jesse, this is what you wanted, right? I mean, I don't know anymore. I'm going to ask for a punishment for you. If you guys wanted news headlines, sorry. It's not what you always get with this show. Oh man! Oh, we we could just do like like weird fruit challenges. We should just show the people that we like exotic fruit, and this is my punishment for not preparing for the day. <sighs> do I have to actually digest this? I can't spit yeah. it out. No. Who knows? It it might go viral. I don't want to be known for this. <laughs> I don't want to be known for this shit. I have reputations in places. Okay. Can't believe I'm doing this, but... Fuck it, YOLO. Do people still say YOLO? I don't know, you can't man. can't just laugh. You've got to give me an answer. You can, you can do it. Oh my god. Do like a side shot. Mm. <laughs> it's like like a darker Pac-Man eating Pac-Man. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> Crypto Bully goes hashtag the orange challenge. <laughs> Yo, get this shit down. I believe. <laughs> oh, I don't like, I don't like it. You can do it. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't. Don't. No. no. You can do it. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> this no. tastes really bad. It tastes like dirty, dirty dirt. Like I don't even know how to. Oh god. This is disgusting. <laughs> I can't take this. Uh, uh. Oh, my God. Oh, you had another fruit on standby. I had um, an apple on standby. I washed it down. Got a little chaser. Oh, God. Wow. Oh, man. I got a lot of vitamins out of that, too. A little penicillin action. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I congratulate you. Wow. Oh, wait, it's still in your mouth. 
All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Valiant. Okay. That's done now. I will. I have officially learned my lesson. I'll be picking up my exotic fruit first thing Monday evening. Shit. <laughs> this might make my life a little interesting. You know, I'm gonna have to fi- figure out places to get exotic fruit wherever I am. It, just for the just for the evidence. Damn. You see that? Chunk out of that. But then I saw you spit the peel out, though, right? I swallowed a lot of it. I couldn't get the last bit of it. I couldn't. I'll be honest. Ah, Cryptobully says the peel isn't going to be as fun coming out as it did going in LMFAO. Oh, man. You know what? Cryptobully, I didn't want to think that far ahead. (laughs) Okay, that's not something that I wanted to do. I was comfortable with where I was. <laughs> the cool thing is, I got a little orange juice spout. Okay, that's that, fellas and ladies, or most likely one lady and a bunch of fellas. This is crypto we're talking about. So.